Welcome to In the Lab. My name is Alex Adams, and today I'll be joined once again with my good friend, Stephen Carey. How are you doing, Stephen? We stay lit. Um, you know, I'm doing well, you know, a good day at work, but uh, good pain. we're here to talk about the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, we're and, here, yeah, we're know. here to talk about the finals, and, uh, you know, that might not make me feel like absolutely incredible but i mean it's the nba final so <laughs> exactly pretty good. and today obviously uh we're recapping game six of the nba finals the milwaukee bucks are t- are your 2021 nba champions Giannis had 50 points in, in the clincher um one finals mvp and and we'll talk about his game and and that a bit later but what were your thoughts on the game and and even maybe a bit of the series um, thoughts on the game, obviously Giannis really, uh, took over in this one. He, uh, he shot really well from the free throw line and, uh, the shots that he did miss were mostly, um, outside shots that he kind of just took either late shot clock or just to keep, uh, keep the defense honest a little bit. So he really did everything perfectly offensively and pretty much defensively as well. Um, yeah, the Suns were, uh, their shot making was actually very good. I just found that they weren't getting good shots, especially in the early first and late fourth quarter. They were just like, they were probably running something, but it almost felt like they weren't. Um, and, uh, yeah, Aiton also, I felt like. Uh, wasn't doing things the same way he usually does. Four of 12, or not usually does, but so far this playoffs, he's been amazing. Um, and then Booker uh, didn't really didn't really play badly, uh, didn't make any bad decisions, but uh, he also had an off night. So that's what killed him. And then uh, Giannis at the free throw line really lifted Milwaukee to the win for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird game because with, with the Bucks, like if Giannis shoots a normal percentage from the free throw line, the Suns probably win, and the, and they didn't even play a, a great game. I mean, both teams didn't shoot well from three uh, in the twenties. Uh, I think twenty four percent for the Suns, twenty two percent for for the Bucks. But it really was Giannis stepping up his game, making free throws, attacking, making even kind of jump hooks or perimeter kind of eight ten footers. Driving, I thought Aiden was pretty good on Giannis. Defense, yeah. On defensively, a couple of bad um, kind of uh, mi- um, defensive yeah, losses. They, they but, weren't giving him really any help when you really thought about it. Like they clogged the lane, but they didn't stay there. So no. every time he went for the every time he went for the spin, he was he was all alone. Yeah. Um, I didn't look too much into that, but I thought that they probably, especially with the other guys not having a great night from the line, except for Portis. Everyone else shot under 33%. So um, it would have been a good idea to really clog that up a little bit more. But uh, obviously, again, like you said, he did a good job on defense. Yeah, for me, I mean, we'll talk about the defense a bit later. I just thought the Bucks' defense was a bit better. I wouldn't say either team really ran that great of a sets, and, and we'll, move, we'll move to that a bit later as well. But it really was Giannis being the best player on the floor for me and no one on the Suns being even that close to him. But 
then again, the, the game was within reach until really like the last two minutes. So good on yeah. them. I thought Chris Middleton, if you look at his stats, it, it, they weren't that overwhelming. I think he only had uh, 17, I mean, five and five, but uh, really had some really clutch shots down the stretch. A lot of fadeaways off pin down um, or off curls, dragon curl str- screens. Um, just hand in his face fading away and really ended the game and um, with those shots late at the game when the game was really in the balance with the Bucks at around a four to six point lead with about three, four minutes, even two minutes left. So it really was impressive. I thought in a weird way, as good as Giannis was, they needed those buckets. Yeah. I think they um, would just, without it. Yeah. Just, again, uh, impressive shot making on like a difficult – average shot level uh, for Middleton late clock or, or otherwise, or just giving Giannis a rest kind of plays. Um, also Portis just with the 16. Uh, I mean, you can also easily say that that's also what won them the game. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, holiday also shot just atrociously, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it, hard, it's, it's a nice Westbrook stat line. You didn't really notice it. Uh, during the game, but yeah, he had like two air balls. Well, I guess you noticed that, but you didn't notice he was four of nineteen. Yeah, I mean, he started the game really missing all of his perimeter shots. It wasn't a lot of kind of in the lane or anything kind of. The bad. fact is, he he played forty six minutes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, like you can't complain about nine and eleven rebounds and assists and the defense he's playing. Like he really, four of nineteen is is still easily worth that. No, uh, for sure. other contributions he makes yeah you really just felt that Aiden was maybe two years away from really being like that kind of third guy I mean he's played amazing in the playoffs but uh yeah we all yeah think- so kind of a, a reversal for him eh? like and he seemed to gain so much confidence too again like I said uh just a little bit earlier it was the way he was taking his shots he had that that one play I believe it was in the third quarter where he caught the ball pretty low and he could have spun uh, to the baseline on the left side, but he spun back to the middle and took a tougher shot over Giannis, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe it was uh, Lopez, but just and, not having the feel like he had had in the previous rounds for sure. And and I think with Aiden, especially this this matchup just wasn't good. Lopez, I mean, is is an all right, is a pretty good defender, especially at the rim. He's, big, he's bigger. Right. And then obviously Giannis was you know, had a couple of blocks, even a goaltend, but it was just kind of, you could kind of tell Aiden was just, where's Giannis? Yeah. Shoot? And and you notice that a bit. And if you look back at the series or in the playoffs for the Suns, he plays AD who's basically crippled and AD looked phenomenal until basically game three or four. I think he got hurt in game four, but uh, was kind of lighting him up in, in game, I think two and three. And then Jokic, obviously amazing player, but not the defensive ace. And then in the, uh, the conference finals, obviously the Zubac even got hurt and, and that team didn't played small. So this was the first time he really played a big front line and, and you could kind of tell, and I'm not even blaming on him. I thought on def- defense, he had a couple times where he ran out at Giannis or lost a guy, but honestly, without him, they were horrible. And we'll talk about it later, but I think, the lack of really a backup big really hurt this team 
especially in this series, just because yeah. it have been beneficial. Um, like Giannis to and, be fair, for this game, Kaminsky played very well for 11 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, exactly. And I think when you look at Aiton, like we just said, uh, like Lopez is bigger than him and Giannis is more athletic. He, uh, you know, usually you face up with any one person. Like if I were to face up with you, I got to use the fact that I'm actually, I don't even do it enough, but <laughs> the fact that I'm faster than you and yeah. you have to use the fact that you're bigger. And if you didn't, mm-hmm. unless you just took pull-ups all the time, you probably wouldn't really get anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, he needs to, he didn't use the advantages he had against those two guys. You could say Giannis is probably uh, strong enough to defend him well, but still like, he, he got that one play against Giannis and he's just trying to go over the top and he's not really leaning in and going over the top when that's what he needs to do in that situation. And then with Lopez, he needs to, he needs to move around him a little bit. Yeah. But again, he was just kind of going, sort of going into him like he should have done with Giannis. So no, um, maybe, maybe just inexperience, but also confidence at the same time, because he clearly was able to not fade away when he shouldn't have, um, in the earlier rounds no exactly and he is a pretty good touch right so yeah exactly no for sure and that's the problem is if you're fading away it's such a it's especially kind of over a seven footer you know it's so much harder um right so i i completely agree with everything you said i'll just move in a little bit into the the plays uh what were the plays that you, you like from each team uh personally i didn't find there to be too many kind of different ones but uh, I think at the same time, it's game six. Each team knows how to, whatever team. Yeah. And- um, I, I cannot remember watching like a set develop that I thought was really interesting in this game. They were kind of just going with uh, the simplest and best things. Um, one thing that I did notice was uh, Phoenix was really good early in the clock and not because it was early in the clock, but because they were running a set pick and roll. Um, whereas as soon as they would kick it out after the pick and roll, they kind of, they might run a pick and roll, but it'd be like a really high pick and roll or, uh, you know, like a Jay Crowder Booker pick and roll or something where it's like, okay, that was sort of effective, but you might like, they, they switched. Uh, Booker onto Giannis sometimes and now there's six on the clock yeah so I thought either either they needed maybe even just to ISO a little bit get their best matchup or or else go back with another screen like it's not like Aiden's tired after he sets a screen and it doesn't work he he could go set another screen uh they didn't really want to get into that kind of thing with the Bucks, they definitely did a better job of that either just getting the ball to Middleton or Giannis um yeah both of those were effective and uh they they did seem to have a better sense of urgency sort of in the mid mid shot clock range um after maybe the first play had come to a bit of a halt yeah the first I, set play that is, yeah they, they ran a lot of uh, Giannis and drew holiday pick and roll and the thing is is that you know I mean, even if you don't switch, it's such a mismatch on the dive for Giannis, right? That basically every time they run it, or with Middleton as well, that they did a little bit down at the end of the game. But it's just, it's such a hard play for them to defend, right? Compared to the Suns, where obviously Aiden is a good roller and and has enough 
of shooting capability is not at the three point line, but maybe, you know, an open kind of mid range, you can make it, but compared to Giannis, it's, it's just, that's why a lot of the times in basketball, if you have the best player on the court, you win the game just because the mismatch that you have is better than the other team's mismatch. And I just found it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's that was what was interesting. That was pretty much the only thing that was interesting about the 2018 finals was how they just kept going back to getting Curry switched on LeBron every single play, um, mostly in the first game because they kind of lost interest. But uh, it was it was interesting how they just used that one matchup. We're going to do everything we can to get this switch. And then they kind of for that one game, they sort of neutralized the fact that they also had a good matchup because they were using this, this matchup that was so effective that yeah. no matter yeah, what, yeah. Oh, clay on, uh, or clay coming off a screen, great shot. Uh, KD, you know, maybe he gets JR, uh, ISO or something like that. That sounds great. Right. But it's probably not any better than LeBron on Steph. No, I completely agree. And, and for both teams, just because of, I think when the yeah, so sorry, just to of course that's kind of what it, we're talking about. Giannis in the same situation as as LeBron there. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. For me, going kind of moving forward to just this series, I think that's that's just what won them the series was they had a bit more options playmaking really, and obviously campaign had a little stretch where he was really doing a lot on the pick and roll either diving down, he had a nice move by Giannis or a, uh, a little kind of eight-footer and then took a three. And I think he had maybe a little kind of 8-0 run on in, at the end of the first uh, quarter or, or at the end uh, uh, of the second quarter. Mid, Mid-second, yeah. Yeah. But for me, with with the Suns team, they were really two pieces away, in my opinion, from really being a juggernaut. Obviously, I think they needed a, really a backup point guard. Campaign's a scoring guard. And I, I just thought the lack of playmaking you really noticed, right? With the Suns, they have – I mean, with the Milwaukee, they have three guys that can create shots for other people. Uh, Drew, Middleton, and Giannis, right? And yeah. the Suns, it's really two. And, I, I mean, I love Aiden, but he's not a – and he's a decent passer for a big. It's not – he's not bad. I'm not trying to kind of lament his game, but he – he's not a playmaker. Right. And you really notice that just with the Suns is they, they ran a pick and roll or a down screen and it goes to Booker and then he kicks out and then the ball dies. Right. And, and how to kind of survive the Booker being off. I mean, he played a lot of minutes. I don't have it in front of me, but I just thought that was kind of a bigger, a big reason for why. Um, yeah. Suns lost and obviously the Bucks won. Um, Two things, just like funnily, I was thinking that uh, Rondo would have been really good for them. The Suns? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Paul and Chris Paul. <laughs> um, and then the other thing was, I think Crowder is like just a little bit of a little bit of a missing piece, like you said. Like if he was maybe just a bit better of a player, they might have been able to get it done. Yeah, I, I, I think he had a bad series. I just felt like uh, he couldn't match up with Giannis and maybe a, a similar guy who would have been able to, like, let's just say an Aaron Gordon, not that he had a good playoffs, but um, that could have helped out. Uh, honestly, the, the thing that I 
just on the same topic, the thing that I uh, was the most disappointed with was the fact that um, they they didn't really try Tory Craig on Giannis. Yeah, I don't think Tory Craig is great. I just think he, if you can look down the roster and it's not that hard to be like, oh, that's probably the only guy who's going to have a chance, just match up. Yeah. Um, and it's not that you're not going to get switches off of that, but every time you go low shot clock, every time they go low shot clock, you're going to get your guy back stepped up on him most of the time. Um, and that could just make such a big difference. Um, obviously, they're looking at the offense, but uh, I think if you look at Cam Johnson, 16 minutes, three and three, you could probably get that out of Torrey Craig with a lot better defense. Not that Cam Johnson is not deserving of the minutes. I'm just saying. Honest, honestly, I would have had. I think they should have tried Torrey Craig. I don't disagree, but I would have had Cam Johnson instead of. Uh, yeah, agreed, agreed. Get Crowder, I mean, I think Crowder is a decent defender, but I don't think there's a huge difference between his defensive prowess compared yeah. to. You're looking at 40 minutes, 40 minutes for Crowder, 16 for Johnson, and zero for Craig. So. Yeah, and Crowder had a bunch of open threes and and missed a lot of them, right? And yeah, two of nine. So yeah, and Cam um, Johnson is a much much better shooter. So he actually had 13, 13 boards. Holy crap! Yeah. So but other than that, it didn't feel like he was. He had some big shots, but again, four of eleven, two of nine. So no yeah. assists. So there you go. Yeah. So it just. That would have been mine. I thought Mikhail Bridges looked a bit off. Uh, I wouldn't say he had a, a great series and he had a kind of weird playoff run. Kind of that kind of guy that could get you 25 and then get you four or five. Yeah. So he he has a bit of playmaking, but not really enough. And uh, I, th- I think just this Bucks team, great defensive team. Both the teams were great defensive teams. This felt like a '90s kind of yeah street fight uh, game, and I think I, I I agree they're good defensive teams. I just don't think the Suns like you don't look back on this series and say, "Oh, uh, Giannis defeated a uh, the best defense he faced in the playoffs was the Heat," and it's not close. I, oh, I, the Heat didn't play well as a team. I don't think they were a great defensive team this year either. But he averaged 23 on 45% shooting. I guess. I don't know. They also blew them out in a lot of games. So Yeah, agreed. But, but, but I still I still think that – I think Dan is probably – I know they didn't play well. I think it would be impossible to say that the Suns' defense was better than the Heat. I think Bam was definitely the best defender he faced, uh, Giannis, uh, and probably the perfect defender for Giannis, to be honest. Just he's still strong enough to hold his own and – so smart and such a rock back there but yeah, yeah no i i don't disagree for me it's more with the suns it's that back yeah the team the team defense is very good yeah um, just the backup big whenever aiden went out and if Giannis was on they just get torched and even without aiden i mean kaminsky played well as we mentioned before but it, it really noticeable they had a guy in jalen smith that they drafted did not play didn't really wasn't really much of a rotation player for the year so that would have been maybe better with a, an Aaron Baines type psych. Um, but because uh, he was horrible this year. It's actually very true, though, funnily but, enough. But they, they, like Ken Birch is probably a better example, really. But 
yeah, so that's the kind of player that they, I think they really needed. And and then especially with Saric going out early, who isn't the greatest player, but has a bit of playmaking, can shoot a bit, defensive. He's like a body, still big. I think you'd rather him than, than Kaminsky overall. So that was another big blow for them. But the Bucks also were missing DiVincenzo, who was probably their fifth guy all year. So in the rotation, so. It, it you know it happens they got they got contributions for sure that really covered that up not that not that it would have uh if they lost you would have looked to that but i think they they filled those holes well enough obviously no exactly and i think going back just looking at this as a team kind of historically obviously with the kevin durant foot on the line that's something i think people will talk about in years to come, kind of like the Kawhi shot, the kind of moment that they they got over that kind of just absolute dogfight of a series early and then came, you know, and won it all. But this team really came together. Drew Holiday, for as inconsistently as he shot all year, the game five will just live in infamy for him, or not infamy, but... Well, he'll remember for the, you know, Bucks fans will always for remember. Devin Booker if he doesn't overcome it. Yeah, and also that alley-oop. And I think Middleton was absolutely a force, especially we can just talk about the plays. They had a bunch of curl screens for him late in the game, and he made big, big shots, right? And look over to Devin Booker, and he wasn't making those shots in, in game six. So uh, really – really good team. I thought their defense was really good uh, on the Bucks side. Giannis is a menace, but Milton's great. Drew Holiday on ball, on guards, on Chris Paul just made his life living hell. So um, good on the, the Bucks. The only time he's not good is like three steps past half court. Yeah, yeah. Uh, CP kept crossing it. Everywhere else, he's unstoppable. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to add to that? Um, I just wanted to know if you want to talk about the curse or if we're just going to go on to Giannis. Of of the Bucks or of the Suns? The curse? The curse. Of what? Of the Kardashian? Oh. Okay, uh, we're moving on. All right. Yeah, we're moving um, on. So, um, yeah. So just to talk about Giannis, uh, Overall, I think is a is a good way to go. Unless you have more points. No, no. Let's let's do it. Okay, let's do that quick. Um, so I just I was just looking series by series. So uh, against the Heat, he averaged twenty three and fifteen and just under eight. So uh, I mean, the points aren't exactly there, but that's pretty incredible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, in the second round, he averaged uh, 32, 13, and just under four. So that's quite a difference on all three, interestingly. Um, obviously, he had a great series. Um, that is the interesting one to talk about. I mean, how close it was. Um, you're looking at a super team with injuries. It's sort of like... Raptors Warriors from 2019 but uh I think it obviously they 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 cut it way way closer than the Raptors did um yeah it's a it's an it'll be an interesting historical one like you said but uh 
I mean, there's there's so many things you could say about this, really. Like, I re- I really think that for Giannis, the way he ended the series with I don't know how many did he have in Game Five, I forget, but just that alley oop dunk and he played a phenomenal this whole series, especially basically after Game One, uh, coming back from the injury was just phenomenal, and obviously, you know all these fans are having are counting down the 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 free throw 10 seconds and he's missing free throws throughout the playoffs and you kind of could tell as the series uh, went kind of he went through the series he, he got much much stronger and who would have thought he shoots 17 of 19 free throws in a in any game really and it's in yeah, the game of his yeah. life Pardon me. Again, he had he had a forty point game the last uh, in the game seven against the Nets. So, yeah, there's really nothing. Um, and in that game, he stepped up. He wasn't shooting perimeter shots that well, and he he made a couple kind of tough. I remember. Yeah, games. yeah. So, so yeah, again, so just um, there's obviously no knocks to be made on Giannis. Um, the only the only thing that I would say that isn't like, uh, like he hasn't had his like Kawhi on the Raptors moment is just because the level of defense he was facing was not all time. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think it, I would say though that his defense was so good throughout the playoffs uh, I mean, obviously, more as a team defender, kind of as backside, weak side help defender. That's his, his – I mean, he's still great on ball, but that's where he's amazing and obviously had five blocks in the game last night. We look at the Kawhi one. He kind of got hurt. LeBron in 2016 or any of those runs, I think it, so, I think in history it, it's right. a matchup with that. And and I, the, the guy I think of – a lot is Shaq, but Shaq was never this defender, right? So, I yeah. Um, obviously, who knows? Maybe Giannis wins three, four titles, and then he's the tenth best player of all time, or whatever. But definitely supplanted himself, and I think him being—we don't need to get into it, but it would be higher than tenth if it was four titles. Probably, honestly, it will be really um, high. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, just moving on really quickly, just since I started it, uh, he had 26 and a half, 10 and five and a half against the Hawks. So that's obviously another great series. And then in the final, um, 35.2, 13.2 and five. Um, just ridiculous. 61 push, 61% from the field. Um, again, how, how, I think, I think, the next time we see him in the finals, he'll probably have a pretty tough task in the defender for the opposition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be my – and so we'll see what happens then. I, again, I don't want to take away from it. Um, yeah, I really don't want to take away from it. I mean, look at the stats he put up and the game he just put up. Um, so, obviously a great player and – we don't. I don't think we need to get into who's the best player in the league right now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Luca. But uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, nice. <laughs> but no, I don't think we need to. We'll we'll kind of wrap it up then. 
Um, I think for this segment, we don't really have a Chandler Parsons award, but I think you had a little bit of input you wanted to put on that. Um, yeah. Um, the only thing that I was also going to say is that last, uh, last year against the Heat, when they got blown out, um, he had 21.811 and five. So it's just interesting to see, like, let's say, uh, I don't know if LeBron, Le, let's say, yeah, let, but let's look at LeBron 2011, 2012. He has a terrible series. Not that, actually, it's probably fairly comparable to Milwaukee Heat from last season, just the meltdown level. Um, Chris Middleton had 26 and seven and they, they got crushed. Right. Yeah. So, um, and then he comes back and does this, which is probably, there was never the, the clutch game, like, uh, the game six in 2012 for LeBron, but, uh, probably fairly comparable. I mean, you could, you could say the game seven against the Nets was pretty clutch. Yeah. Um, down the stretch as well. Like he made some big shots. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, I think it's I think it's just interesting to see it, he's approaching that level. But LeBron had you know how many more years of more dominant MVP seasons? Sorry, not more MVP seasons. Two MVP seasons, which were probably more dominant, and then Giannis's MVP seasons. That's a close call, but I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, and then obviously more seasons where he was in the top two voting, top three or top two voting. So um, I think with Giannis, and yeah, one year, one year younger, right? So just as far as playoff consistency, I mean, he kind of he's he's one for like four, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, it'll be interesting to see. Again, I feel like I'm taking away from it more than I should be, but uh, I, I I think though the the the, the the kind of the the difference with him is just his defense, right? It's it's that Kawhi, you could say Jordan too, just the kind of he might be the best defender in the league. I think a better example is probably Hakeem back in the day. Like obviously didn't watch him, but yeah, he won defensive player of the year and MVP and obviously was kind of a one man team for those Houston Rockets teams back in the well really was. He was you know their only real all star they had Clyde Drexler at the end, but yeah, I, I think that's the kind of thing is just not only being the best offensive player, but being the best defensive player. And it's hard to measure that, right? Because you only look at stats and you might see Kevin Durant with 45, 10 and six. And you yeah, say, no, I that's mean, that's better, but of course, yeah. not that KD's a bad defender or LeBron, who's obviously a freak athlete. I, I hasn't made a lot of, all NBA defensive teams for how athletic he, he is, but he's obviously a great help defender like Giannis. For um, how much a good defense he played back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I just, yeah, I think again, I think when you look at Durant, Kawhi and LeBron, um, it would be very easy for him to be second on that list soon. And it would also be very easy for him to stay up fourth if, it doesn't go so well in the coming years. 
Yeah, but either way, he's kind of supplant. He's cemented now with. Yeah, the- he's cemented that he's he's in that that kind. Of, I don't know if. I don't think there's any way I'm missing someone in that sort of maybe no. step. No, but no, not yeah. quite the same. Yeah, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then just for uh, just get back to the game just a little bit briefly. Um, just tough to see uh, <laughs> the sort of underperforming, especially from uh, Booker and Aiton. I think that that was really the story. Of the um, he really seemed to fix his free throw. Uh, motion after the first miss yeah that was something i noticed he stopped he it all together under i wonder if someone cued him in on that and he really focused up because um i mean that's like just a tiny coaching point that really could have saved them the game if that was the case because he really seemed to fix that one thing super quickly but yeah um devin booker with the eight of 22 and Aiden with the four of 12 uh it's probably going to be looked on as a real missed opportunity, especially especially if those guys go on to have a great career together. Um, yeah, there's like if you it's look, it's an at interesting those- moment. It's it's an, just as interesting a moment for the the losers as it is for the winners. I think. I think with the 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 losers with the Suns, it's a bit more ambiguity as what happens. Obviously, I think Chris Paul's coming back, but. He is technically a free agent now. I'm sure he's not going to take a pay cut, really. Um, yeah, he probably. Maybe, I mean, well, he's making like four years something. Well, he might say, "I'll get a four-year deal at, I don't know, hundred or hundred twenty million instead of my forty-six or whatever his." Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll is, be his player option is. But either way, he has a big decision. I think he should stay, but could he go? take a I, I just don't see him taking a pay cut and where can he get paid the same and really be a title contender I don't know but you think about the west and there's the Lakers there's still the Clippers assuming Kawhi stays which I think is going to happen uh, obviously the Nuggets I think probably could have won the title if Jamal Murray's healthy I'm not saying they would have but they definitely would have been in that mix right yeah where does Damian Lillard go I don't really see him going to a team that really would be come a contender immediately but maybe that happens maybe he joins a golden state i don't think that's going to happen golden state will be back i think they're going to be a, a really really a title contender for the most part i i think so so and in the east depends on on clay yeah in the east you really think well it's the nets and then i don't think the sixers are going to be the as good or if they are are they really good i guess the hawks might be difficult but I think there's a bit of an aberration with how they did uh, yeah. the heat maybe, but Jimmy Butler's only getting older. Bam's great, but I don't think that's enough to win a, a championship. So I think just for the Suns, it's such a tougher route, route to make it to the, and obviously Luca in the West too, compared to the East where it's the Nets who on paper are going to be crazy, but there's not a lot of defense and uh those guys seem to be injury prone, especially Kyrie. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, just to touch on a few things you said, I wouldn't be too surprised if he took a pay cut. I don't know about the Lakers, but it kind of fits for Chris Paul. I mean, um, basketball wise, that's perfect. But is he willing to take 
$10 million a year or $15 million a year compared to $47 million. I, I just don't see that happening. Now, basketball-wise, perfect. I think, he's, I think he's too old. I, think, I just think he's too old to sign that kind of deal. Yeah, but then he opt into his contract for next year. That's I don't know forty seven. He has the opt in for that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could sign a like four year fifteen, right? Is that possible? Pardon me. He could sign like a four year fifteen per year. He could if he opted out, but yeah, yeah, he could, he could, but it doesn't make as much. It'd probably be a three year deal or a weird two year deal, but. 15 would basically be the the limit um i guess just, i guess the and in trade could maybe work with schroeder but why would the suns help that out they'd just be like we're not going to help you go well there. if he says he's not coming back but then they but might then, as well get something out of it i guess but uh if i were them i'd just be i'd rather you turn down 47 million and try to find anything close to that <laughs> On yourself, right? So, anyways, it'll, it'll be interesting. So like, hmm? the, they know they know that he just make some more State Farm ads, and he'll he'll get that back real quick. Yeah. No, I mean, if I were him, I'd go to the Lakers or, <laughs> or the Clippers, honestly. But I just don't see guys turning down that. Oh no, no, he can't go. He can't go to the Clippers. Well, it makes either way. I'm just thinking about. He cannot go to the Clippers. He will not go to the Clippers. Even, even the. You're heat, right. It makes sense, but even the Heat a little bit. Uh, but I, I, again, I don't. I don't. I Lowry makes more sense there, a bit younger and probably a bit less expensive. Even though he'd be expensive, but it, it it's gonna be. I, I'd yeah. be surprised if Booker and Aiden made it to the finals again. Honestly, just I mean they're great players. I just. Yeah, to find it hard. They're going to be making more money. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, not both of them, but Aiden. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, that that'll be interesting. Next season will be really interesting. Um, and it'll be interesting for the Bucks too. I mean, I would be surprised if they win again next year. And that's not really a bold statement. It's not like they have a good chance just on paper to to win i think missing divincenzo was a big big player for them and you now have your mid-level exception back you could sign a really solid player on top of that um i think they definitely could no yeah. no yeah i know but it's still like a 30 percent. yeah no i don't think they should be necessarily favorites but i think the nets should be favorites if they're healthy but I would say, though, is that this team should be able to get better, assuming there's no catastrophic injuries. Obviously, Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday get hurt. They're kind of screwed. But otherwise, I, I really think they should be – they should have the tools to get some marginally better. And they won this without DiVincenzo, right? And it's similar to kind of OG and Anobi in 2019 – not to make it too Raptors y, but he was a really good rotation yeah. player that didn't play in the playoffs and the team won. And if I think if they run it back with Kawhi, they're probably a better team, honestly, just with OG without adding anything. And then you can probably add another player on top of that just through the the mechanism yeah. the NBA allows for kind of um mid-level exceptions. So 
uh, yeah. interesting to see. No, I can definitely get behind everything you said. Um, and I agree that the way that they should approach it, uh, just like you said. But um, I think you also have to look at the fact they were down to the Lakers. The Suns were down to the Lakers. You probably have a, a Nuggets team that would probably beat them with Jamal. Um, you have a Clippers team that would probably beat them with Kawhi. Like you're looking at at least three better teams coming out of the West than the Suns team that they just faced. A healthy Bucks team, like it probably honestly, I mean, they didn't even play them. A better Philly uh, next season. I mean, who knows what trade they're going to make, but it can always be a good one, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Again, I would be surprised if they make it, but that's definitely not a knock on Giannis and more of a comment on just the extent of the injuries from this season and looking forward to next season being hopefully a 2016-esque year. Not that that one was a full-on uh, treat in the playoffs, the whole playoffs by any means. But uh, You mean how Draymond Green won the – Definitely more interesting. And Sorry, say that again. You mean how Draymond Green won the finals for the Cavs? Uh, 2016? I just don't know which game you're talking about, and we game don't five. need to start. Okay. Yeah. Um, Suspension. It, it, yeah. Yeah. We, we don't need – they won by, like, 17, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say now. I think – Andrew Bogut and Draymond led the Cleveland Cavaliers to the end the what of the fifty year drought. I'm obviously, oh. I I think there's some truth to it, but there's always injuries and there's always stuff. That, yeah, I think I think that like is 2015, one of the... 2015 Golden State loses if LeBron has Kyrie. Like, I, yeah, I, it's like a very tiny version of um, all the Nets were still good and they beat them. So yeah. Yeah. It's a great championship run, which it kind of isn't. But um, I, I do like the only thing. The only thing I was gonna say just before you go, before you start, is uh, you'd rather watch one really good series in the finals than an entire playoff of, like, even though 2019 was great, the the finals of 2016 was so much better that that was obviously a way better year. And sorry, the Western Conference Final as well. Um, yeah, I, I, so yeah. I two juggernaut that, series like that is worth an entire playoffs of. Good I would series. say though the N, the NBA Finals this year was a good Finals. I mean, maybe not the best quality of basketball. It's I don't think it's close to 2017 Finals or anything like that. But it, the games are always close. Giannis, like guys, Booker had 40 point games. Giannis had 50 point games. Right? Yeah, CP3 played well. Uh, so I, I don't. I think the finals was actually a good series and an entertaining series. Um, yeah. No. I mean, there's no it's not uh, the same star power of you know KD versus LeBron or Steph versus LeBron. And I think next year there's a good chance that it's something kind of Kawhi, Kawhi or Jokic and Murray. I mean, Jokic and Murray might be more similar to kind of Giannis and Co. But it it will be I think a really fun year and. When the Raptors win the t- title with Jalen Suggs as rookie and MVP, uh, it'll be great. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm being facetious, but uh, it, uh, it 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 won't happen. The Raptors are not winning the finals. Nice. But okay, um, yeah, uh, no, definitely. I 
I agree. It was a super entertaining finals, but uh, you know, you have a difference between entertaining and uh, like, it's great when you watch a really good uh, world championship game in, you know, any sport really, I would, I would think about volleyball, but mm-hmm. um, if you watch a really high level Olympic final that, that eventually sort of, let's say the set scores were wildly different from set to set, but it was a, it was a well-fought game and high level that went back and forth. I think that would be better than, you know, let's say you had a 25, 23, a couple times in a world championship at a slightly lower level. It really, yeah. It doesn't compare. So hopefully we get that 2016 Western conference final and hopefully hopefully back at some point, because I think, I think the NBA is set up, right now other than the refing in a way that will lend itself towards um a really great year and hopefully a couple of years yeah i just added to that a little bit just saying i hope guys stay healthy a lot of the injuries actually weren't i mean i think it is due to the short season and short turnaround but a lot of the injuries weren't actually kind of ligament tears it was like guys landing on ankles and landing weirdly rather than just kind of overuse um, like soft tissue injuries that they talk about. So uh, hopefully it just gotten lucky with guys like Kyrie and even Giannis and uh, Trey young and stuff like that. And, and next year we don't have all these guys getting out and Kawhi, of course, who tore his ACL and uh, hopefully Kawhi and clay and all those guys come back and, we only have one or two superstars that get hurt instead of 10. So, uh, yeah, I think next year will be a fun year. And again, there'll be an open year. I don't think there's going to be any team that really runs away with it uh, other than maybe the Nets. But even then, they're always injury prone. So who really knows? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, if the best player for the Cavs in 2016 was Draymond Green, then the best player for the Bucks was Solomon Hill this year. <laughs> and he's an Atlanta Hawk anyways uh, so this was the uh, wrapping up of in the lab we'll probably come back to you maybe with draft stuff but probably not probably starting back in in the fall or if maybe, yeah we might come back with some uh, maybe, historic, maybe historical game recaps type stuff so yeah maybe and maybe if the women's national team does well we can talk about oh. it or something like that uh, oh, oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. The the women's uh, basketball team, Kiener, shout out. Uh, but uh, we'll figure it out. And anyways, uh, take care and uh, bye.